if you don't mind, let's take a moment for the sponsors so they can keep the lights running and keep West Virginia and Commonplace going. 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings a service of the United States Postal Service and the UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're in an office sending invoices, a side hustle SD shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. Supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new rate advisory tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in pod. That's stamps.com, promo code pod, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Michelle. She has a strong, and I mean a strong, strong podcast, My Comeback Podcast. Michelle, could you please introduce yourself to the world of West Virginia and Commonplace, and let everyone know a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your podcast real quick. Thank you for having me, dear. You're welcome. Um, my podcast is My Comeback. Um, the, the cover art, somebody gifted me and helped me, and we just kind of put the podcast in there to describe it so that it'd be known to everybody, but when you look on the platforms, it's called My Comeback. It's kind of confusing. <laughs> Instagram has my comeback podcast, but it is under my comeback. And I'm on all major platforms that you can find me. And I just, um, mainly what I wanted was to create an episode where, or a podcast where I could talk to people, um, kind of get over my own introvertedness and my inability to talk clearly. I just wanted to, you know, it's during COVID and everything, and and I just wanted to do some self-development, and I, I tossed around the idea of podcasts, and I told my brother about it and things, and the people that, you know, I have more confidence in, and finally, I saw an ad about how to do podcasting really easy and how to produce one, and I thought, well, why don't I try it? You know, why don't I create my own podcast and just kind of talk to nobody and and just work through things. And if, if and just in case somebody listens and it helps them, then that's great. You know, it's all the better. Okay. So it's kind of like it was a self-help, self-care, and now it's turned into helping others along the way, even though that was your original intent. So first off, Overthinking introvert, that's something that you say at the very beginning of your episode. Can you explain this to the audience? Yeah, well, what it is, is I don't say that much, which could be either introvertedness, which is people that need a lot more downtime, I think, you know, they, they tend to think things through before they say them out loud. And, you know, they, they like to, they have social, they're with 
friends, but select friends that they're comfortable with. And so that kind of fits me. And then the overthinking part of it is that you know, somebody might, there might be a topic. I think of all the ways that could be said and all the ways it could be taken and what's the right thing to say before I say anything. So, you know, I might be really quiet and people think I'm shy or stuck up, but what it is is I'm just thinking of all these things before I say it. <laughs> so, it sometimes gets taken wrong, but it does lead me to, I do enjoy my alone time. Um, I do enjoy people. So it's kind of led me into this podcast thing. Cause it's a nice mixture of the two. Right. So, and it gives you kind of like a, a social shop, uh, chop, as I say, like it, it gets you involved with people and you can, and I'm not trying to say in a rude way, like be selective on who you talk to, but you can hear from a variety of different people and you can, talk to them at your leisure it's not like it's something that's forced like you know in society when we were in high school and stuff everybody had this weird awkwardness where you know there may be somebody that you want to hang out with or you want to join a certain group if you didn't talk to them a certain way and at a certain time you didn't get in those groups and you ended up by your lonesome so I definitely get where you're coming from with that yeah that's kind of like how texting is so popular now because Somebody could send you a written message and you could toss it around a little bit and figure out what's the right way to say it, you know, that won't be taken wrong or that sounds funny, you know, and then you, then you could go ahead and text it. Whereas if you're on the phone and you're on the spot, you know, you don't have that time to think things through before saying it. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So true. And it's like, you know, on the phone, you're on the spot, just like in real life. Now, Initially, when you started the show, what was something that was specific on that day that you decided to record? What made you decide to do that topic on that day? Like I said, I was, I told my brother about podcasting and somebody else I can't quite remember and how they should start one. And I've watched YouTube and even tried it and was uh, way too shy for it. And I was just kind of you know, contemplating things, and I just, I'm kind of a creative person, so usually I paint or draw, and I just kind of burn out on that, you know, and it's, it's the whole height of COVID, and then I saw an ad for Anchor, and how to make it easy, so I don't need to learn all the mixers, and how to submit things to, you know, to the platforms, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to what it's about and push play and then start talking and I thought well maybe I should write it out and then I thought about what I did on my YouTube when I had a YouTube channel and that was basically kind of what I'm doing in, in my episodes where I want to help people or or you know with my experiences but how showcasing my art and how maybe art is a kind of therapy or now in the podcast I call a tool and how these things that I wanted to talk about to people that might be too deep and they you know, don't have the time. I don't want to be so deep in that kind of conversation. I could just kind of go, go off the top of my head and talk about how maybe this situation that happened in my life was hard, but this is how I plan to get through it or how it might help me self-develop, you know, how art might focus my mind or that kind of thing. I thought, I'm just going to talk about that. Well, started talking about what led me to it, you know, the, the setbacks that I had. 
And so that's where it came, let your setback become your comeback kind of thing. And I just started talking about those, going from what the setbacks were and, and how I plan to to get past them and and just different ideas and thought maybe there's, you know, I'm sure there's other people that are out there right now, you know, all isolated and during COVID that just don't know what to do themselves. And um, I think it was your interview with Kirsten that mentioned where she just wanted to get healthier or get improve herself during COVID. And yes. that's kind of where I was. I was, I just wanted to do that. And I was like, well, And now we're back from our sponsor. Um, I have with me Michelle, and she has a powerful podcast that we talked about just a moment ago. And I have some questions for you, Michelle. The thing that we do on podcast a lot is this. We want to help fledging podcasters because there's a podcaster that doesn't have an episode out. There's a podcaster that has an episode they want to put out, but they don't put out. So now you're on the hot seat. So I need you to give a little bit of advice to fledging podcasters. So here's my first question. What was the first mistake you made in podcasting? Well, I think even before I started podcasting, I thought you had to know it all. I thought you had to be a techie and know how to, use, you know, submit it to platforms and have all these fancy things. And uh, you don't really, you just need your phone. And, and I, like right now I have a headset on and just do it you know just don't make the mistake of thinking you have to be perfect and you have to know it all just get your idea out there and just say it and you'll improve and you'll learn it as you go you'll make friends and they'll teach you if you don't and it just kind of comes together and I definitely agree with that because like like I said like when I started out you know they always tell everybody that you got to have this mixer and this this nice microphone for this and that and and I try to stay away from that I tell everybody use what you can afford and no matter the device the greatest thing on earth with technology now is you can take an Android phone you can take an Apple phone you can take even an old Windows phone there are mixers and things for you to store your recordings on your phone and move them into another application to sync them together get the sound right and you can put it on your platform or you can actually record like we all know with anchor and other sources and just directly put it out there you know obviously everybody does a sound check and listen to what they are saying just to make sure it didn't you know a lot of static and stuff but i do think that's amazing uh advice right there so next here goes your next hard hitting question okay when you're recording episode what is the preparation that goes into recording an episode well, being the overthinking introvert I am, <laughs> I I just kind of toss around what is the most relevant topic or what's on my mind. You know, what tool could I, what can I take from what's been going on in my life lately or in the past, come up with the idea, and then, then I start brainstorming. Then I get on my laptop and I just create a script and type it all out, everything, and then kind of edit it together. And then what I do is, is 
I go after I get it to where I think I want, I go in and I record it, and then then I might use some script and I might not, and I might add some in as I go. And as as I've gotten more experience, it seems like I've been using less and less of the script or adding more and more in. So at the beginning, my episode sounded a little bit more stiff, but it's it's the more practice you get, the more you I think you, you need less preparation really. You know, you might prepare just to feel comfortable, but it's just a safety net eventually. Right. And after a while, it's like a certain type of finesse you have, you know, you're just like, oh, I can just do it right here and there. And one thing I'll, one thing I like about uh, what I've researched on you and I've listened, um, you have vision boards and stuff like that, but I call it a storyboard. Like you said, you wrote a script. I storyboard episodes, like before you even came on here, we researched you. We looked around, not in a stalker way, but we looked around and seen where you benefit us and where we can benefit you and how it can be mutualistic and it's not something parasitic. And mm-hmm. your your mental health awareness is something that I champion so much because mental health is a, is a stigma in our society and it has no age group, no class, no race, no binary, any of that stuff. Mental health is just not discussed all the time in the right format. And you def- you discuss it in a format that is very encouraging. It's warm. It's almost like the lady that makes an apple pie sits it out on um, the side of uh, her window and you can smell it. You know, you're not going to touch it or anything, but she may offer you a slice of pie just because of your good nature. Now, mm-hmm. getting back into the, uh, these hard-hitting questions. Now, here's one thing that happens to me, and we don't discuss this in podcasting. Sometimes I get into a, a, a mood where I don't want to record. Have you ever gotten to a point thus far in 35 episodes in that you've gotten to a point where you didn't want to record? There's been times where I've been challenged with jumping through some hoops uh, in life and I've not recorded. Um, not because I don't want to, but just I, I want to get through it. Like for instance, this Usually I'll record, I'll come up with the idea during the week and I'll record it during the weekend so it's ready for Monday. And this last one I had recorded part of one during that week. And it was part of my Mean Reds episodes where if you, you know you have stuff going on in your life that's got you know, anxious or something. And I was just uh, spilling my guts about it. And then I realized it's one of those that's going to be a, like a cliffhanger, you know. It was like a big decision I needed to make, I thought. And and then I was like, I thought maybe I should hold that episode and not release it. Because the very next day, it was Wednesday when I started it. The very next day, Wednesday, part of what I was talking about on the episode, the situation changed. And so it kind of made the episode irrelevant. And, you know, I, I really... I think of my audience and my people as, as a family, so I kind of feel bad that one didn't come out, but I really want to give them this next part, you know, the, the ending, which might be good, and I want to add it to the episode I created. So sometimes it's something like that, that I won't release an episode, and I may feel bad about it, but there's a reason. And, and right. Burned out. Go ahead. With, I haven't been burned out with, with, the podcast itself it's just usually situations or or storylines like that that's come up 
And, and I want to tell you, you just put a, a gem in this episode right there because you just helped a fledgling podcaster or someone that's podcasting today that has a, a thousand episodes out to, to know that it's all right to pull back and not always put out content because sometimes the content that we might think is great is probably going to be better or it can be enhanced in another way. And just in your case, uh, the situation changed. And I gladly appreciate you for that one, because sometimes I put out certain episodes and um, depending on where you are in podcasting, there's certain demands that you have to meet, you know, on the business side of things. And it's certain ones that you do have to put out because that's, hey, this is what you got to do. And I do sometimes restrain because I, I keep episodes. I have a, a series called Episodes from the Vault. I've recorded episodes with people like I recorded an episode with a guy last year and I just put it out a week before it was a year old uh, two weeks ago. So <laughs> I, I know what it's yeah. like. to I know what it's like to definitely hold on to episodes now. Exactly. I have, I learned that from YouTube when I thought I was going to YouTube channel where I watched a bunch of people about it and they told you to do that to, when you're feeling really inspired, maybe do two, three, four episodes that you, you know, during that day, and then you can schedule them out or like you said, keep them in your vault. And then if you do have something come up, you know, like you know, family health scare or something come up like that or you're just not so inspired you have those to fall back on oh yeah and that's the best way to do it because i'll tell you my secret in podcasting and everybody has like like we discussed earlier everyone has a tip or a way of doing things i've recorded so deep into my episodes that my show if i stop recording today with you i have enough episodes to carry me until april of next year and that's putting out one episode a week or if i did two it would probably cut it down to February but um the only reason I stockpiled interviews is because sometimes it's hard to find uh you know interviews that will correlate just like with your storylines and what you have going on you're telling your life so it all has to correlate and, it, and the one thing that we do as podcasters is we try to find a way to keep a a, a um method of keeping them gripped or on their the ends of their seats you know with what we have not in a a, a climax or a rising action type deal but just to keep them engaged in what we have going on now um i have a question for you here and this is a serious one what is an important lesson that you have learned inside podcasting important lesson. um i think an important lesson i've learned a lot of important lessons it's hard to pick just one it's on the personal front, I learned, like I said, to be able to not have to think, not script so much. Um, I've learned that, that people are, I don't know, when you have a lot going on and you meet people that are not so good in your life, that my experience with this podcast, I've met a lot of people that are willing to reach out and help you and grab your hand, you know. 1998 stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses stamps.com brings a service of the united states postal service and the ups shipping right to your computer whether you're in an office sending invoices a side hustle sd shop or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders stamps.com will make your life easy all you need is a computer and a standard printer supplies or equipment Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. 
and you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new rate advisory tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's Stamps.com, promo code POD. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. During podcast and help you out. And well, I guess to sum it up, I'd say I've learned that people are better than I was fearing they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now let's flip out of that area and let's go over into your podcast. Now I have you have a big catalog, 35 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. Um, in your episodes, I'm just going to give a quick, quick synopsis right here. Your episodes are very concise and I'm not going to say the word short, but I want to say they are to the point. You don't sit there and go on for periods of hours or anything like that. And that's what I love about your podcast. Like I can listen to it and you could, someone can actually listen to your podcast on a 15 minute break and go on with the rest of their day. And that's what I was hoping. I know what I, I, but that's how I listen to podcasts. I'll, you know, I'll listen to them and I'll stop them if they're long. But I thought, you know, this way, if they just have a break or, you know, they're waiting for their, to pick up their kid or something at the doctor's or something, they could just listen to that and not be, you know, stressed that they're not going to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and that's like a good thing. So I want to jump into my favorite episode. The controversial storyline and chit chat. Okay, so in this episode, I'm not going to give it away because I want all listeners to head over to your podcast. And real quick, can you do a shameless plug for us and tell us where they can reach you at on social media and where they can find your podcast? My podcast is on all major platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Google, um, all the works. Um, I do have Instagram, that's my comeback podcast, um, all with underscores between each word. And on that Instagram has a link tree and that has all my, my Twitter, my WordPress, my, all the platforms I'm on, my YouTube from my aesthetic accents when I used to try to do YouTube. They could reach me, mainly I'm usually on Instagram a lot, yeah. and, but that will lead you to, to all the platforms that my podcast is on okay so this episode that i was talking about controversies controversial storyline and chit chat inside here you do something that is a terminology that's called curve curve is is like something i have to use because i'm in a relationship with someone and we all have this weird attraction and it happens to me at the grocery store I can run into some, and I'm just giving this as an example to go into what we'll talk about in just a minute. I can go to a grocery store and, you know, common courtesy is you help somebody pick something up. Well, nowadays, and this changed for some reason, because in the early 2000s, early in the late 90s, when you help someone, people just thought of it as common courtesy. But now any certain act of attention draws an attraction now, even if it's a glance or a look. So sometimes someone will just walk up to me in Walmart or whatever store I'm in 
and they'll say i have uh hazel eyes so my hazel eyes someone's going to say they're exotic or something so they'll come and mm-hmm. say a, they'll say some type of sly comment and they will try to engage in a conversation that could lead to asking for my phone number or something there so i have a curve which is the, that's what they call the curve game i have a way to curb them from having any interest in me and what you did in this episode uh the story that you were telling about the quick little attraction that came there is you you curb this guy with a simple no you didn't have to have any type of tomfoolery or any type of pizzazz in what you were doing uh I hope that everyone listens to this episode so they can hear what exactly happened. I don't want to go into detail of it because I definitely want them to listen to that episode. But your curve game was so spectacular that if it ever happens to me again, and I'm just telling you this, if someone comes up to me and they say all the stuff that happened to you in your episode, I'm going to just use a simple no and just walk away and never, never act like it even happened, just whatever. So I want to thank you for that once again. But how did you feel when you came out with this episode and you told this story? I, I, at the time, I was just kind of in disbelief. And, and you know how something just is, blows your mind and you think it's funny. So I was just, I don't know, in that phase where I was just like, did that just really happen? And I thought, you know what? I think I'm going to add some little variety to my show and, and, I'm creating kind of a, a come my comeback family. I'm going to tell them about this. You know, <laughs> I needed somebody to tell this story to. So I just pushed play on it and just kind of walked around my room and, and explained what happened and asked them what would they do in that situation, you know, because it, there is, there's a debate. There's like, was that bad or was it good what happened you know I mean it it was very polite but I was just didn't know how to process it so I was I was putting it out there to my my family is how would you process it (laughs) right and definitely everybody please go check out that episode that episode is locked in with the date of October 11th Now, another episode that I like, and I'd like you to talk about this one, The Law of Attraction. The reason I want you to talk about this episode is because we go through life and we don't talk about the law of attraction. We just talk about how we get to meet someone, we get involved with them, something good or bad happens, and that's it. But we don't actually talk about the part of how we got attracted to that person or the actual concept of attraction. And Mm -hmm. that's mind-boggling that, you know, all these people because there's some people that just do relationship episodes all the time that's their whole podcast and they never actually talk about the laws of attraction so what made you want to do that episode well it kind of came from my beginning you know how everything was going downhill and then my setbacks were just i was having trouble in different aspects of my life and you know we just talked about romance or a relationship so i'll just use that as an example you know i had or that person's too far away or you know there's always something wrong with it and and i just felt powerless because i felt that i was on the whims of the universe or you know whatever gets dished to me and um going through this i started reading and watching a lot of self-help stuff and i found out about this law of attraction where what's happening to us is actually it sounds weird to say it might be harsh because 
people would need to look at it, but it is part of our responsibility, what happens to us, because what happens to us is what we think about, how we view things, and what we think about and invest our time in is what lens we see things through, and, and that attracts the same thing to us. So, for, you know, for instance, if I think I'm just really bad at relationships, or I'm not lucky in love, and just it always goes wrong, I will try to, I, I won't even try, it's a subconscious, unconscious thing, but you see things that back that thought up to prove it. You know, here it is, this is happening with that person, so that just confirms it. And then it just goes on and it snowballs. And to break that cycle, you need to think differently. And you need to break out of that shell and think of the good things. Instead of focusing on what went wrong or those wrong people, think about what went right or what can go right and the right people. And for instance, if you want somebody that has these certain qualities, I've been learning that, you know, through scripting, you, you learn what you want. And so you write it out almost like it's something that's already there. Like, for instance, if I already had that person I want, what would our life be like? What would that person be like? And you write it out as if you're doing a journal. And it kind of helps you not only attract that to your life, but helps you learn what you're looking for. And it gets your mind on that. And then also I learned in conjunction with that is, like attracts like sometimes. So maybe if those qualities I want, maybe if I do some self-development, self-healing and become those things that I want, I could attract like the same to me. And maybe that somehow I could get that out of that hole, you know, relationships not working or not attracting the right people. And so that's what I law of attraction to me is it's just not repeating the same lessons that you need to learn over and over, just stopping, making that, you know, plan, maybe, you know, a vision board or scripting what you want so it's clear and and looking inside yourself about how you can change to get what you want or what you need. And I definitely agree with that. I, I, must, I can kind of take it like this. Um, it's what you manifest. If you if you eat it, sleep, dream it, work out with it, believe it, that's what will come about. And if you stray away from that idea, this is just what I'm gathering from what you're saying. You will attract the opposite of what you're looking for. And I, I gladly appreciate that once again um, inside the show. So, Michelle, this is what I do for everybody inside these shows. Um, I do a testimonial. And the testimonial is me and you just met a little bit ago. We started uh, speaking here and there about uh, your podcast. But here's the thing. I was a fan of your podcast before I met you. And in being a fan, we listen to your podcast. We listen to the highs and lows. And what you do is not entertainment. And when it's not entertainment, it has a certain authenticity to it. And that's what you present and what you give to the world, an authenticity into someone that is rebuilding, that's revamping, that's setting healthy boundaries, setting boundaries in general, and being accountable for who they are and who they want to become. And that's very hard to show that in 
the world in an audience that, you know because doing that in front of audience people could consider you um you know just you know just out of the ordinary but people don't do that people love what you do so I want to tell you uh to definitely keep doing what you're doing and understand this there's a young man young woman non-binary binary whatever out there in the world that's listening to your episode and you've made enough difference in that person that they're not going to go down a negative path they're going to see positivity and that's something that you won't see because you're inside the glass it, only people that are on the outside will ever see that so um the phrase that i've been using for so long is it's a certain type of philanthropy that you're giving away that you will never know because you're the person giving it and not knowing that you're giving it so i want to thank you for being that type of person in the world because we need more people like you that are willing to not stay armored up or stay hidden behind a certain facade and not show the true being and you're showing the true being of who you are and your comeback so michelle i want to thank you and that's your testimony thank you i appreciate you having me on your show okay now um once again your show airs every monday correct all right, and everyone can find it on numerous platforms. And you said earlier where they can find you on social media. Can you repeat that one more time just in case somebody got to the end of that episode and skipped all the way to the end? Sure. Um, like I said, most of the time I'm on Instagram, and it's my comeback podcast with an underscore between all those words. And on that side, if, if you see, there's a link tree, which will have links to all the major platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, um, WordPress, Twitter, YouTube. I'm on pretty much all of them. You can find me there. Okay. And once again, I want to thank you, Michelle, for coming on West Virginia and Commonplace. One thing, though, that I want you to do before we uh, get off this platform is I need you to give a shout out to the people that have made you because we all come from different backgrounds but we have one person two people or an entity may not even be a person something that helped us get to where we are today so would you please give a shout out to the entity or the people yeah I'd like to do a shout out to what I call my comeback family and that's people that I've been meeting in the last I don't know uh since March, basically, I've been doing this podcast. I've just met these people online and like yourself that makes me believe that there's hope, there's good people out there. And even if you're quarantined, that there's a way to connect. And without those people and, and help and their companionship, I don't know, you know, I could have done what I've done so far. And it just, all of you have helped me feel not alone and inspired me with making these episodes and making them better. <laughs> and I thank you very much. And everyone, this is JR from West Virginia Uncommonplace, and we're signing off.